1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome
0: network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Big second and two. Prescott in the gun, fakes the inside handoff. Slant's picked off. At the 50, this might be a house call. To the 30, it's Darnell Savage. All the way in, 50-yard plus return. That does not help.
2: Good morning, Metroplex. This is the Expressway, and that will help uh, ignite this discussion that we're about to finally have over the quarterback. We've talked about Mike McCarthy right now. Right now, the winds are blowing slightly towards Mike returning. If you look at David Moore and what he wrote in the Dallas Morning News, I want a change. I feel like they need to have a change. I would take Bill Belichick. I would take Jim Harbaugh. Uh, but now we have to have a discussion about the QB. Because Mike Bassick wanted to do this on Monday when he first came in here. RJ Choppy has been writing up a ton of different angles. And Choppy and Bobby uh, were, uh, were, were, were discussing at length some DAC discussion last night. On the text chain, they were texting nonstop about it. So where... What, a, <laughs> what was that? Bobby uh, pop popped C C4. It's the C4. second of the morning. Here we go. Getting ready. RJ Choppy, I think we start with you. Um, yeah, it's like this this is this is tough because I guess I should throw out one thing first. Yeah. We need to throw out the facts. The facts of the case are this from Joel Corey, former NFL agent. Dak's performance against the Packers doesn't change that he has a fifty nine and a half million dollar salary cap number in twenty twenty four. He has a no trade clause and a provision preventing a franchise tag in 2025, which still gives him leverage in talks about a contract extension. What else do we need to know factually before we have this discussion, Bobby, about the deal and the paperwork and the numbers?
3: Uh, I mean, there's no... The idea of trading him, you can save money typically over a cut. You can't do that now because he's not owed any future bonus money. So cutting him is the same as trading him. There's no money to be saved. Uh, because he has... The post-June one, pre-June one, all nope, that stuff. No, can't do that. He has voidable years on the back end of his deal, so this is essentially a one-year deal, so you can't split a cap charge if there aren't... Like, if it's the end of the deal, so...
2: Also, another fact, before we turn it over to Ralph, Dak holds a 2-5 and five postseason record, which is the lowest winning percentage in NFL history among quarterbacks with five or more
0: starts. Ralph? Yeah, it's a tough situation, because... If you do this, you do this knowing you're purposely going to. If you do what? If if you move on from Dak. You're doing this because you're purposely going to worsen your team next year. To hopefully get better down the line. And I know Jerry's not willing to do that. Because if, if, if cap room does not matter when you're trying to tank. If you move on from Dak, let's say you cut Dak. When, when right before the league year starts, you take the $60 million cap hit. You don't care if you don't have money to spend because you don't want money to spend because you want to be bad. And you want to get the first pick or the, a top five pick or whatever. And then reset everything. That's the goal. Or maybe you use your first pick this year on Michael Penix Jr. And you cut him and you just start fresh. Right? Or whoever, just name Jaden Daniels. I don't know. I don't know where those guys would fall on a draft but they probably I assume one would be there at 23ish probably potentially I Maybe I, mean, both.
3: I I haven't I haven't dived yeah. deep into it yet and I have no season, idea so. who
0: looks to be the better pro if either one of them looks to be who knows but there does come a time where you have to make the decision like Alex Smith and I know Dak's better than Alex but the Chiefs made a decision we have reached our ceiling with this guy do you believe the Cowboys have reached that same ceiling with Dak and if the answer is yes, then you got to make the tough decision to move on from him. And the Chiefs were Alex Smith was two and five of the playoffs. They got to the second round with him both in Kansas City and San Francisco. He was replaced after a playoff loss in twenty seventeen to Tennessee. They had already drafted Mahomes. We saw the writing on the wall. They had drafted him that, that spring. So they knew they were going to move on from him. Uh golf was four and three in the postseason. All three losses he just didn't play well in. He went 1-1 one and one in the Green Bay, uh, in Brady's Tampa Bay title year. They lose to Green Bay, beat Seattle on the road. They move on. They win the Super Bowl. His was, they were able to split his, uh, they were not able to split his cap, but it was like $25 million, which is, that was only a couple years ago. It's not crippling. 60's crippling. Russ was 9-7 and seven in the playoffs in Seattle. He lost four of his final five games in the playoffs. They move on. Flacco was a big-time quarterback in Baltimore. He was 10-5 and five in the postseason. Uh, he's now 10 and six. They move on from him. They get Lamar. Have they won? No. Are they better off for it? Yes. And I don't think these guys, you know, Russ Peak Russ Peake was better than Dak. Yes. Um, well, or, or, yeah. let the say, let's say it's the same. Yeah. It's around the same. goff has been both better and worse. Depending on the time. Than Dak.
3: Well, not not for the entirety of their careers. They've been in the, they've been in the league at the same time. Dak has been better than golf for the majority of their careers. But today.
0: there's been times when golf was better. That's when they went to the Super Bowl. Back then he was better, and now then and Dak then he got worse. Dak had a better year this year, and Dak had a better year this year. And Dak I think should absolutely deserve to be in the conversation, uh, all in the conversation for the MVP this year. He should be in the conversation. Um, but the point remains: all these guys were dumped by their teams. Because either they couldn't or couldn't any longer in the case of Russ. Get them over the top. And every single one of those teams, with the exception of Seattle, is better off for it. And there are examples where quarterbacks were hung on to by their teams by year eight. Matt Ryan, and he went to the Super Bowl the next year. Peyton Manning, and he went to the Super Bowl the next year. And it worked out for both those guys. I think the difference is, is is Dak, was he ever as good as either one of those players at their peak? Then who? Ryan and Manning, and the answer is no. He's better than Ryan, not at Ryan's peak. Yes,
3: the Ryan. that now like, Matt I, Ryan's
0: I, peak. No, absolutely <sighs> not. Bobby, Bobby, Matt Ryan's peak. Uh,
3: yeah. Yes.
2: We
0: talking about like
2: for
3: a year where Ryan won the MVP? Or are we yep. talking about their prime of their career? Dak was better this year than Ryan's peak. Well, Ryan won the MVP. I know, but I mean that, that's. Dak played better than Ryan was this year. Okay, I mean, Lamar's going to win the MVP this year. Yeah, He's not as good as he was I, the I other don't, year. I don't think that at
0: Matt Ryan's peak, he was ever better than Matt, but whatever. Um, over 17 weeks, the Cowboys have a quarterback advantage. And this is the conundrum they're in. All right? If, if you've got the quarterback. Say that,
2: say that last sentence again.
0: Over what? Over 17 weeks of a regular season. The Cowboys have the quarterback advantage a lot of times. Okay. All right. When you get to, look, it just go look at their, their their record this year against teams with winning records. You know, when they don't have the quarterback advantage, when it's even, you know, it's, it's a much more 50-50 proposition. When the Cowboys had Troy Aikman, it didn't matter if it was Jimmy or Barry Switzer. They won. Brady went to the Super Bowl with Bill and Bruce Arians. Manning went with four coaches. Warner went with three coaches. Ben went with two coaches. Elway with two. Montana with two. And this is how you get Jim Caldwell and Ken Wisenhunt's lifeless bodies dragged to a Super Bowl versus how you get Bill Belichick going 4-13 and 13 last year. All right? We're seeing a pattern here. This Dak is a great quarterback, but he's not elite. And if you're not elite, this is what you have to do. You have to either A, find elite, or B, adjust your expectations.
2: Who's elite now in the league? Do you think?
0: Mahomes, Allen, uh, Burrow, Burrow, Lamar. Eh, I wouldn't put Lamar. Who was Lee. better this year? Who? Who was better than him this year? Um, you, you, would, you would say Purdy. I think Purdy was better than him this year. Okay, uh, Lamar. Lamar, but it was it was different. Better, like, Lamar like you yeah, can't Lamar's like yeah,
2: Lamar's like a Tyreek. Yeah, it's the whole Tyreek
0: discussion, like a weapon. It's a cheat code. Was he it's... elite this year? Uh, I think he was borderline elite this year. Okay, yeah. so yeah, if, if we see
3: progression and we see like it's not just oh he's playing above his mind, he's playing a different style of football. What makes you think that wouldn't be sustained into the future? Because guys have career years, like Matt Ryan had a career but he's playing different. It's not just that he's playing better; he's playing different.
2: How is he playing different?
3: Because he's attacking the middle of the field. Okay. And he's doing it successfully. Because I thought
2: that you said, I thought. He's in the middle of the field
3: before. I thought, he has not attacked the seam like this before in his I career. I thought
2: an overall premise for you was like, there's no difference under McCarthy.
3: He's all No, no, no. He's always been good. I always think Dak's been good. I think he improves. But in terms of like the confidence and aggressiveness that he throws the middle of the field, up the seam, he hasn't thrown that typically throughout his career. Not with the success that he has. That's yeah. that willingness to attack that is different than. But that's again, that's not a scheme thing with that is like a decision to attack, and that would definitely not be McCarthy because McCarthy wanted to take them away from the middle of the field.
2: How alarming was the Jane Slater uh, nugget that got turned into a headline yesterday by Mike Fisher, Richie Wait and crew, um, when Jane tweeted that someone on the team called out Dak for freezing or uh, being being stuck after his first read. We kind of glossed over that yesterday in reading it. Yeah. And then I didn't, I didn't got turned it, into yeah. headlines and stories. And I'm like, oh, did we just gloss over that too quickly? Jane talking about people on the team saying that they were frustrated that they stuck with the same defensive scheme against Green Bay and Dak has problems after the first read. Uh, because that that's that's pretty damning. That's a damning statement. That comes from an offensive teammate or yeah. a teammate.
0: I mean, it it, it is damning. Um, I don't believe it, but I think it's both a damning. Are incorrect. I think both statements
3: are incorrect. They didn't stick to the same scheme against Green Bay. They actually flipped it and played a ton more zone and did did things that were different. And then I don't agree that the, like just objectively wasn't the,
2: wasn't the comment. They were frustrated that that they stuck with Dan Quinn's zone. Like they stuck with that look. That was the frustration.
3: Oh, I don't know. I don't. It's so the brevity of it. I don't know. Like like the way I read it was that they were saying they're frustrated that there was no adjustment like over the course of time is what I read it as not specifically
0: Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, look, I don't know what the answer is. Do they do invest in the position? Like, look, the only time that Jerry's ever won is when he took quarterback number one. So
2: what was your like, uh, what was your come to quarterback moment? Because you were a huge fan of him coming out. You hit on that as a prediction, just like Luca. Uh, you've supported him, made all the different songs, which I don't think he was that uh, appreciative enough for. He thought he fe- really he felt uh, I was
0: a little stalkerish at yeah, times.
2: A little stalkerish. Um, so,
0: what clicked for you? Where you are like, this is not it. They have to move on. What was the moment? I mean, the back-to-back games against San Fran uh, kind of started to turn it, and and just you know, this year he was fantastic, but he just he, he had a very like we, I think, are too close to the situation. There is no difference. This year between – there's a difference, but there's a difference when you get down to it, but Tua has the same problems as Dak. He can't beat good teams this year, Mm -hmm. right? Dak had the same thing this year. He couldn't beat good teams, but the Cowboys couldn't. when I that team clearly quit. I think you're right, Bobby. They did quit. But I don't think they quit before the game started. But a team that has an elite quarterback, they have faith that that elite quarterback can bring them back in the game. Especially when it's only 14-zip. That team was lifeless after that point. That team showed that they had no faith that he could bring them back. And you saw, like there was, there was fighting between CD was bitching about something after the first series. Whatever CD was mad about. Who knows? It just, that that kind of just hit me, and I was like, all right, now I'll make a deal with you because I, I, I they're not going to get rid of him this year. What if I what if I told you? Hmm. What if I told you that they pulled a Jordan Love and they drafted Penix in the first round this year? Because he doesn't need we any more weapons. We got Trey Lance already. He doesn't need any more weapons. He doesn't need another first-round pick.
2: You sound like me now, Silver Spoon. I put up the poll question, by the way. What, what should the Cowboys do with Dak Prescott? Three options, nothing, you're stuck, extension, and raise, because they have to redo the cap figure. They have to, or move on, screw the cap. Uh, 44% said nothing, you're stuck. 40% said move on, screw the cap. 17% said extension and raise. And Mike Bassick, I would ask you kindly to turn off the Odyssey app right now, Mikey. I know you would light me up with text messages, and Bobby Bell, Be prepared for our moment together right here. (laughs) I feel good about Dak Prescott as the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I have not seen this type of discussion that's more disrespectful towards a top two or three MVP candidate. This guy showed me that he took a step, and I'm giving him his raise and extension. So add me in the 17%. He balled out. He balled out this year. The question this comes down to is this. Does four games make you change your mind and bail? Now, it's it's a very important four games because it's legit competition. Does Miami, Buffalo, San Fran, I'm just talking about for this season. Yeah. Does Miami, Buffalo, San Fran, and Green Bay make you change your mind? Do you believe 1,000% within yourself? he can never beat those teams. If you believe that and you can back it up, if the Cowboys believe that, move on. But I think, and I and, and, and I, I hate to make a judgment off the rest of the scrubs that they played, not everyone else in the National Football League can do that at quarterback. What he did against everyone else, I think is too hard to replace, too hard to find. I feel fine and even good about Dak Prescott as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, there you go. I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like what a response with your gurgled, gurgled snot in your throat. I like that. Uh, but that, but, but 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 that's a fair question, right? Like, I give a little bit of a San Francisco pass because, like, I think San Francisco, San Francisco has a great defense. Um, but you can have a bad game too. Like, you are allowed a bad game. Maybe the Buffalo game was a bad game. The most frightening frightening of it all was what happened against the Packers. That was like a mind thing. Now if you want to come back at me and say he's 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 screwed mentally upstairs, like he will freeze, he will choke, he yeah, will crazy panic, eyes, that he dude. will melt down in those moments, start over. That's fine. That's the most terrifying thing. He wasn't just inaccurate, he was rattled. And I don't really think of Dak as a rattled guy, but it's too hard to replace He had a top two or three MVP season, and I'm not kicking him to the curb after that. Give him his money. Give him his extension. Redo the cap number, and let's get a new coach in here to crack some heads.
0: Real quick before Bobby, would you take Jordan Love or Dak for the next three years? Dak. But here's the thing. If you're going to tell me, like
3: David Moore's writing, that, oh, these two are linked together, if the Cowboys have made the determination Mm. that they are tied to the hip, then get rid of Dak. If you've made the determination that you're tying the quarterback and the head coach to the hip, then you need then get rid of both. If, if you're not going to separate them and you say they go down together or they succeed together, then they need to go down together because this is just not going to work with the guy at the top.
2: Well, that's another thing that has to – so that's another factor into this equation that they have to be talking about. How much of this season was Mike responsible for? Let's have a real discussion about it. Bobby thinks basically nothing. Mike Bassick and others think – you're you're ignorant to ignore it and pretend there was no difference with Mike coaching him versus Kellen. We got to ask that elite quarterback question. Will he be okay and put up these numbers no matter who the F is calling plays? No matter who the coordinator is, is he that good? Has he just proven it or did Mike unlock something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a really strong opinion about it. Um, But I would bring Dak in. They should know at this point. But Tell me what he did. Are you being nice in public? Are you saying all the right things? What did he do specifically for you? Is this guy special offensively in terms of what he calls and the way he coaches and knows offense? And if Dak Prescott says, yes, there was a tremendous difference, then that can justify, that can go a large, large way, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in bringing McCarthy back. If if Dak believes that, if you believe he's good enough to succeed with a different play caller and coordinator, we're, we're fine. He's good enough. Then that doesn't weigh in Mike's favor. 877-881-1053. ChuckWreck.com. Text line. 877-881-1053. Man. Ugh, Pat not he be so proud of me. <laughs> put, put me on TV, Pat. Give Dak his money. And he had a fantastic year.
0: Oh, if you're if you're if you're on the same side of the argument <laughs> as a TV guy uh, who loves everybody and not not Pat, just TV guys in general, I mean, then you might be on the wrong side of the argument. I don't know. I, I just it's just too difficult to replace. It is very oh, you have to make this move, understanding that you're purposely going to try. You're going to be considerably worse next year. But I would, and but, maybe for ten years. But I would ask everyone, why
2: are we having so? Why are we having this opinion after an MVP type season? And it's because we don't believe he can break through against the ultimate.
0: Yeah, pass, there's a, yeah, there's right? a, yeah, because you believe that there's a ceiling, and that ceiling is no longer a Super Bowl championship. That that, that that's that's the reason. Not not that he's not great, because I th- I think he is great. Let me ask you this: I think, I think you need elite though, because if you don't have elite, then you don't have the cheat code of, of winning. Okay, if they
2: played the Packers five more times on a neutral field, who would you
0: pick in the series? Maybe in in, in a seven-game series, maybe Cowboys in seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do you think think after seeing what you saw there, that would be? Well, it's tough to.
3: What are are the stakes and who's preparing the football team? If it's week three, the Cowboys sweep it. If it's a playoff game, they split or get beat. Pepe,
2: where do you. uh, I don't disagree. Pepe, where do you stand on this? This whole discussion over what to do at quarterback.
1: I mean, my big thing is Dak. He's officially inconsistent for me. You know, regular season he's going to be fantastic. Postseason he's going to fall off. We're going to have this discussion every off season of whether it's the quarterback or the head coach. He's going to he could play till he's thirty eight, thirty nine. He's going to have the one of the greatest regular season records in the history of the NFL, but the playoff record's going to going to show for it. I just, I mean, I I still think you have to keep him. You started it. You got to go on through his career and just hope something falls and get the ball bounces your way in the postseason. But right now he's just he's inconsistent.
3: Here, here's what I want to uh, look at, and this is something jumping back an hour ago that Choppy said. That Dak, you you talked about the Dak is is generally gonna win in the regular season because he's generally gonna give you a quarterback advantage. But when he gets to the postseason, and he plays quarter better quarterbacks. It's gonna be a disadvantage for you. You're not gonna break through against so those or, or
0: the same level, and it's just a great right? shoot.
3: Right. Yeah. So, 2016. Dak goes into that playoff game, plays really well, actually. That, that was one of the more that was one of the better games they played. He went back and forth with he Aaron Rodgers, brought them back into a game that they were getting beat twenty one to three in. Twenty eighteen, he plays a solid game, makes big plays late against Seattle against Russell Wilson in his prime, beats Seattle. The next week, played a good game. They got gashed in the run defense, but basically played a good game across from Jared Goff, played just as well as Goff did in the middle of that game. So he matches them in all those areas. Well, he threw what I because I have his playoff game logs up. I have them memorized by heart. Okay, good. <laughs> two twenty six two hundred and twenty six yards against the Seahawks, one yeah. touchdown, one pick. And none of that's special on no.
2: paper. On, on paper. And against the Rams, 266, one touchdown. None of that is special. At all. I was there.
0: Good. Right. Good but what
3: but what we're talking about is like him matching the quarterback across from him. And he did. And and he made big plays late against the What I'm saying is when we talk about the meltdowns, because now let's look in 2021 on. Was he objectively – because those quarterbacks that he just played, they're Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff. Like, people would make arguments about where he stacks up against them given that time. Was he objectively better than Jimmy Garoppolo in 21? Yeah. And they got embarrassed. Was he objectively better than Brady in that time? Yes, they win. Okay, they they win that, at that point. Yeah. Not not better in career, right. no, but, but in that ab- moment. Absolutely better okay. than They go up there against Purdy and the 49ers, who last year, Purdy – he took a step up this year. Last year, I don't think you could say Purdy was right. an objectively better quarterback than Dak – and they get embarrassed. And then you step in this year, Dak had been a better quarterback than Jordan Love, uh-huh. and they get embarrassed again. So what flipped that pre-McCarthy, the team and Dak, they played up to the level of the quarterback across from them and post-McCarthy in playoff games, they play down. So now you're saying Jason's a better coach than Mike? No what I'm saying is is that he's more detrimental in those big moments. I'm not saying that Jason was a difference maker. I'm saying that Mike costs you in preparation and the but he did win a – he
2: won a Super Bowl. He won Bowl. a Super Bowl. Does he not know, or is that just Rodgers? No, Does he I he not
3: have playoff skins on the wall? I think when I, – I think you can go ask Aaron Rodgers if he thinks McCarthy deserves well, I, a lot of credit that, for that, that Super that, Bowl. That is not – <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to count that as a point, statement. My point uh, is – That's a good counter. My, my point is, no, I, I don't think he gets a lot of credit for that. Like, like I mean, the, the lack of preparation in big games has been a consistent theme throughout the entire McCarthy era. Like like Garrett won big games like and I'm not saying Garrett's a good coach but I'm saying the idea of just preparation and like their focus and their attention to detail. There's no attention to detail and it got worse this year. The attention to detail and the preparation got worse. So is Mike too distracted with calling plays to be able to have the whole team prepared? And Dak Prescott, of course,
2: came out, endorsed Mike after the beatdown and said, "If he's on the firing line, maybe I should be up there as well." Stephen A. Smith had some words for Dak's response. There does come a point in time where Dak Prescott needs to shut the hell up. A standard? What would you know about the standard? You haven't lived up to the standard that was once set decades before you. Dallas Cowboys were winning Super Bowls in the 90s when Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, and Emmitt Smith was there. And ultimately, primetime Deion Sanders came there. The Dallas Cowboys were winning in the 70s when you had Roger Starbuck there, Okay with the Drew Pearsons of the world, with the Tony Dorsets of the world. They were winning. What would you know about that if you are a Dallas Cowboy since 1996? You wouldn't know anything about that. If anything, all you know is that historically there was a standard that you have failed to live up to in your entire career in a Dallas Cowboys uniform. That was Stephen A. Uh, Mikey B on my phone. Trade him for a first and trade four first-rounders and a one, second, and a third for the number one pick. Jordan Love is better now. What good defense can Dak attack? Three of the last four playoff games, he has been pathetic. And Detroit, he's special against below-average teams. He's special in blowout situations. Racks up stats better than any quarterback in NFL history when the game is he's out. generally
0: special at home. Outside of the other day, and obviously we know the division, and we know and the division stinks, uh, and, and 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 not even stinks. It's it's even when it's a good division, he does own the division. He struggles against honestly, he struggles against opponents he doesn't face all the time.
2: What do you think is the biggest question mark for your boy right now?
3: Um, I, honestly, the the Green Bay game is that's troubling that he looked as rattled as he did right out of the gate because it's. But I mean. It, the thing is that everybody looked so unprepared or so rattled so early that I can't... It feels like there's just some missing detail. Like, I and I don't know what it is, but it feels like there's some missing detail that we just didn't have, like, during the week. Like, oh, they were all super distracted because this was going on, or, oh, this was... Like, I just, I can't explain it because it's so outside the character of, like, what we had seen, specifically seen of them at home that yeah. I, I can't add, add it up.
0: It's very odd. I,
3: I'm at the... Like I said, I'm at the point where if you are going to attach McCarthy and Dak at the hip and say they either have to succeed together or crash together, then you probably Well, who's doing that? I'm so, like, if you're going to say that you're entering this year is like, the, I mean, that's what the David Moore article says that they need to to be together. They need to be linked, and if that's the case, if you're going to link them, you probably just need a reset because the guy at the top's not going to get it done for you. And there's so much fatigue, honestly, for me on these arguments and the. Whether, it, whether you, you think that I oversell something or, or that I'm being a homer or whatever else, there is objectively so much ignorance and just <laughs> blind talk about the type of player he is because people get so worked up about the position that he holds. The, the, the discourse around him historically over the course of his career has been objectively more negative than the reality.
1: As, yeah, as he's been he's
0: been unfairly uh,
3: uh, you know, criticized. There are people who genuinely believe he is like fifteen to twenty, like type of quarterback. There, well, there are people in this fan base who genuinely believe every that. We have Tuesday who that Josh Allen is too. And it's low information. Yeah. It's low information football fan when you do that. Mm-hmm. I and get so, it. So, so to me, it's like I at this point, it's like it's so worn out. If you want to, if you want to keep clamoring for it, you go ahead and get your wish. Reset the quarterback position. Go sit in quarterback purgatory. Like, like at this point, it feels like if, if this is what you guys want so bad, and you have so many questions about it, I'd love to see it because uh, you know, go ahead and get that. I,
0: I would argue they're in it already, and they were in it with Tony. But you just you can't if he you leveled have a up great a
2: quarterback. Yeah, you can because if you have a quarterback, purgatory is what happened.
0: You know, after Aikman. See, I call that hell. Okay, purgatory is when you're always good, but and you're never bad enough to get a new quarterback in the draft purgatory is when you're in the playoffs every year but never winning the Chiefs with Alex Smith that was purgatory uh that right they were always in the postseason they were never good enough or bad enough I should say never good enough to win never bad enough to make it matter to be bad enough do you think he's Alex Smith no I think he's better than Alex Smith I think he's better than than a lot and you thought he,
3: and you thought he was elite this year so you did
0: so he did touch he did touch Elite this year yeah yeah, yeah but like like I, that's pretty good I, I also think that was a career year guys can have career years and not sustain okay,
3: okay but we have no evidence of that right like no, what I you have, what no, you objectively no know right now is that over the last 18 weeks you thought he was an elite i thought player.
0: yeah absolutely but again so you want to reset it comes it. back to the, the 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 knock on it is he was bad against good teams this year that to me that that to me is not just a one off thing but you've also you've
2: also said over the years everyone's bad against good teams they are you've said you said everyone that over
0: 500 thing is overblown that's what it, you've it, said it absolutely is overblown what do the elite quarterbacks do though they generally win more often than not of those games and you got your Mahomes you got your Bradys, you got all those guys now granted they're not he's not those guys but that's the goal you know it's okay if 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 you have a great job if you're making a hundred grand a year and you decide that isn't good enough for me and you quit your job and you start your own thing, you might lose your house for two years. But the goal is to get a bigger house five years down the road. What? And did you have people with balls do that? People without balls are us three not running our own thing. What leads you to believe
3: that, like, was there anything he could have done this year that would cause you to say, oh, that's elite, but it's not elite elite. That's sustainable elite. This is unsustainable elite. What makes you think that it's not
0: sustainable? Like I'm Because curious. it was the first time it happened, and it's, we're, we're almost you, 10 but, years into his career. But you just that's told why.
3: you just told Sean a few minutes ago that the entire reason, like when you got to this point of like, hey, we need a reset, came this year is what you said. No, when I, he I, became I've been elite. thinking about this.
0: And then this year, yeah, obviously he had a great year. But what happened in the end? The same thing. So what does that tell me? It tells me, A, uh, he had a career year and B, he feasted on crap. Histo- and when he was bad against Buffalo, when he was bad against Miami, and when he was bad against Green Bay, he was yeah, bad great. against San Francisco. Am I missing somebody? Nope. He wasn't bad against Miami, but historically. No, wasn't bad. We good. You know what I mean? His, wasn't histor- great. Historically, he's hitting
3: the point where quarterbacks start playing their best football. 30 30 to 33, 34 is when quarterbacks play their best football.
2: Tolo, Matt, how many times does he have to show you guys he's rattled in these moments before you say that's who he is? It happens. Some guys can't get it done in the big moment. That guy is your quarterback. You got to move on. Look, I go back to the last dance clip with Ahmad Rashad sitting back there giving Michael Jordan massages when he's supposed to be reporting for NBC. He says, some guys can't, some guys can't. And Michael's like, what'd you say? He goes, some guys can and some guys can't. And Michael goes, You're instructed not to talk to Scott Burrell. Don't mm-hmm. go near you not to speak to Scott Burrell. He'll be S in his pants. And that is I think impossible for us to answer. Whether well, maybe it's not impossible. The evidence right now shows that if you don't believe he can get it done in those moments,
0: uh, that that it, I can't fight you. Should 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 San Diego have moved on from Phillip Rivers earlier? No. But hindsight says yes. Is Dak better than Rivers? Not for his overall career. I, I don't think hindsight
3: says yes. I think there are other systemic problems. But, he had, but, but, but Rivers he had had
0: tougher r- tougher r- things
2: to he, go he through. He did.
0: He had to go through Manning and Brady. Yeah. And Ben. And Ben. So, and, and, now, now, granted, that's much, much more difficult. But Philip Rivers could not get you over the hump. And it doesn't mean that Philip Rivers is not great. Philip Rivers... It's going to be discussed in Canton in, in the meeting room. No doubt. Better than and, Matt Ryan. And he, and he should be discussed in the meeting I don't know about that. Uh, maybe. I think yeah, there's there a peak I no. I don't know anyone peak. who would pick Matt Ryan over Phillip Rivers. But anyway. I think A lot of people would. But peak no. Career maybe. Um, but you, know, Matt Ryan's going to get discussed in that room. Dak is not ever going to get discussed in that. No, as, no, as, of no, now, as, of as of now. As, as of today. As of now. As of today.
2: All right. Uh, that went on. uh you know, it was pretty, I think it was good. I was good. No bloodshed. No bloodshed yet. That's the expressway, commercial free. Thank you all for all the texts on the trucker.com text line. Meet Church Matt Pittman at 8:20 for your playoff meals. Anyone cooking or smoking anything in this cold? But we got to push back, chopping it up. That's next on a hump day hey. to take a little cowboy break after this.